Are you ready to take your first steps toward a new ministry or business, or even a new product or service in something you're already doing? In this second of two episodes about taking first steps, you'll learn about the connection between excuses and fear and the one decision we all have to make on our own. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Ah, it's episode 10 of just one simple thing. Finally, we're in the double digits. I feel like a real podcaster now. Thank you so much for supporting this crazy idea so far. I hope you've picked up some things along the way that are helping you be more effective and productive in your ministry or business. In episode nine, we looked at two lessons we could learn about taking our first steps from the story in John chapter five about the man at the pool of Bethesda. Before we look at two more lessons from this story, let's do a quick review. The first lesson is that it's never too late to take your first step. God honors that obedience no matter when you take it. The second lesson is that you should take your first step when the waters are stirring, when interest is high, and you can step into conversations that are already happening among your audience. So now let's dig into two more lessons about taking your first steps. Lesson number three is to stop making excuses. When Jesus saw the man lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. That's verses 6 and 7. He may have been in the right place at the right time, but this man was not in the right frame of mind. He was still finding reasons not to take that step. Really, he'd been there 38 years and he hadn't figured out how to get down to the pool first? He hadn't found someone who could help him? Hadn't found even one kind soul who would let this man go first and then wait for his own turn next? Sounds like excuse making to me. But here's the thing about excuses. Once you overcome one, there's another one right there behind it. You know why that is? Excuses are your brain's way to cover up fear. When you're about to do something huge for God, fear is going to be your constant companion, lurking behind every little bump in the road. What excuses are you making? You don't know how to take your step? Someone else took a similar step before you? 
Those are fear-based excuses. I don't know how to do this really means I'm afraid I'll fail if I try. Someone else is doing the same thing really means I'm afraid I'm not good enough. There's just not enough time in the day really means I'm not sure this will be worth it. And one of my favorites, maybe I didn't hear God right, really means I'm afraid to trust God. There's help available for whatever step you need to take. And while your step may be similar to the one someone else has taken, yours will be different, uniquely yours. So just take the step and kick fear to the curb because you know that you can trust God. And at the end of the day, the fourth lesson is to take the step of obedience at once. Verse 8 and 9 says, Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. When Jesus tells you it's time to take the step, he's not messing around. He means it's time to take the step at once. Not after you figure everything out. Not after all the stars are aligned. Not when you get around to it. At once. Now, that doesn't mean we run headlong into things unprepared and without doing our homework. Your first step may be setting up the foundations you'll need to be successful. It just means we don't sit by the side of the pool year after year, wondering if we'll ever take our turn. When you take that step in obedience, Jesus will make things happen. You aren't depending on yourself, how fast you can get in the water, or what is going to happen when you get there. You are solely dependent on God and can trust Him for results. We can't control what other people do, or the latest Google algorithm changes, or whatever Pinterest is going to throw at us next. In the end, our first steps require one choice that is totally within our control. No one can make this choice for us. This choice is not any easier for me than it is for you or for anyone else. It's the choice to be obedient. What does obedience mean? The dictionary defines it as compliance with an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. The funny thing about God is that he doesn't order us to do anything. He makes a request, and then it's up to us to submit to his authority, to make the choice of obedience. Our choice transfers the responsibility from our frail shoulders to the big, strong shoulders that carry the world. God makes the decisions, opens the doors, brings the opportunities, inspires the words, sparks the creativity. It's all Him. We become only the vessel that says yes to His instructions every day. So there's no need to fear those first steps. When we embrace obedience, those steps will always be on the right path. I hope these two episodes have encouraged you and given you the confidence to take your first steps. For your one simple action step this week, head to our Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and download the 12 fear-busting scriptures to encourage you in your first steps. 
then share your favorite on social media. Tag me at do a new thing and use the hashtag just one simple thing so I can come cheer you on. Thanks for joining me for this milestone episode number 10. I'm so thankful for every person who has left a review, subscribed, or shared with their friends. I'd love to hear from you. Email me at krista at doanewthing.com or DM me on Instagram to let me know which one has been your favorite. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.